This is the ZMAR Podcast. Elite Benefits of America helps small and mid-sized companies with their health insurance programs. And now, your host, Butch ZMAR. So welcome back to the ZMAR Podcast. Uh, Today, I have a very special guest. My own son, Caleb, has joined us. Um, He is unprepared, but we'll get him to start. Go ahead and say hello to everybody. Hello. You could still tell he's a little bit nervous. Caleb plays for the local team of St. Jude Knights. He's uh, moved to uh, Bantam level for the spring. Hardcore defenseman. He is so hardcore, he actually got kicked out of a game for too many penalties. Well, that was only because the ref was terrible. He called like a penalty every 90 uh, seconds. Literally. I think the whistle blew with the offsides and the icings. Uh, I think it was every 60 seconds. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, so you can imagine the Zamboni guy uh, was pretty upset waiting to, to cut the ice. And so besides getting penalties, you're, you're starting to move up a little bit. We were not informed well in the last tournament, and uh, we were playing kids that were two years older than you. Caleb uh, broke the ice uh, as far as scoring goes, and uh, somehow he lead through, led through the pack and uh, put one in the back of the net. Uh, what were you thinking during that transition? Um, I don't know the, the lines on the ice on my team were getting a change, so I thought, and I had the puck, so I thought I would skate it up. Uh, and so I took the chance, and I was just hoping I didn't get crushed into the boards. And so I just took the shot. Went right over the goalie's shoulder. Yeah, hey, it worked, right? And so you have uh, a coach. Speaking of uh, taking a shot, uh, he, you know, most, you know, people that shoot on the ice, they they call it rifling or shooting, whatever you want to call it. Um, but uh, he's upgraded your name to Cannon. And so Cannon, because uh, not only do you rifle it, but you have some speed and effort be- from the blue line, which uh, a lot of defensemen from the Pee Wee to the Bantam level can't do. And uh, you just walk around like, yeah, it's no big deal, though. Caleb is actually doing some spring stuff with uh, AAA camp, and uh, he's blending in pretty good. So uh, uh, we just got to keep him moving and keep those skates moving and uh, make sure that it stays fun, right? Caleb's also homeschooling. Tell me what you think about homeschooling, since you have no experience with public school. But uh, what are your thoughts on homeschooling? With education, it's pretty good. Unless your brother kicks open the door when you're in the middle of, like, math class. But other than that, it's pretty good. Yeah? Are you missing stuff on math class as a result? No. But some other classes I am. But you're, the brother that probably kicked in the, the door is pretty good at math, so he could probably tutor you and get you back up to speed. No. No, you don't think so? No. <laughs> yeah, it's very distracting uh, homeschooling with uh, three other brothers, isn't it? Yes. So what is it like to have three younger brothers? Depends. Uh, well, the youngest one, he's tough. And so when you think you can pick on him a little bit, like, like, take one of his things, he will beat you up. The littlest one. He's going to knock you out one day. I know. Yeah, he's relentless, and he's the only one that doesn't want to play hockey right now. He would be the goon for sure. Caleb's done a, a lot of uh, things throughout his life so far, his whole, tw- whole 12 years preteen. He's a little punk now, but uh, but he's also flown an airplane. Yeah, yeah twice. And, twice, yeah, and so over water on top of it, and uh, everything worked out uh, just fine. So, wow. Uh, what was the experience like um, being in the cockpit uh, with control of the airplane? Well, it was kind of nerve-wracking, but it was also really cool to see, like, 
in the winter there was like white patches on the water it was really cool and then i forget what the big ferris wheel is called is that what it's called the ferris wheel yeah yeah, yeah maybe here yeah, yeah. We flew over that, which is pretty cool. And then we get to see, like, the whole overview of Chicago. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we ventured over to uh, northwest Indiana and saw all those factories. And then even now when we get on uh, the Skyway or get nearby, it um, kind of at least reminds me of uh, being up there because I was in the back seat. I did get the, the privilege of flying at one point, um, and uh, uh, I get a little motion sickness, but uh, it worked out just fine. The, the wind uh, and movement of the aircraft, uh, I always say the boat is moving all the time. Yeah. And so um, And then uh, we also went over, uh, the first time we ever did it, we went north, and uh, we went over uh, some castle. There was like a fort or something. Do you remember that? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so we had a loop around. In fact, that was right around the turning point uh, before we headed back to the, the runway. Summer's coming. Uh, what are some of the things that Kayla wants to do this summer? Well, I think paintballing would be pretty cool maybe some go-karting would be awesome and then it would be really cool if we go canoeing with everybody and fishing that'd be really cool you also uh we signed you up for baseball for with the the local we've only met the coach one time um and that was right before a game but we were headed to on another hockey session yeah yeah so hopefully we'll get some swinging bats in there uh maybe do some batting cages Caleb, thanks for joining us, and uh, uh, maybe we'll have you back on and share some of those hockey experiences. Maybe get some of your hockey friends on here and uh, talk about some of the war games on the, on the ice and uh, and how many people that, uh, uh, now that you're checking, uh, now it's getting real like, um, like real hockey here. Yeah. Hey, gang. Ever wonder what it's like to be a small business owner? It's confusing. Weird expenses coming out of nowhere. And when you throw in health insurance, forget it. Nobody understands how that works. If you own a business, big or small, it's one of the biggest expenses you have all year long. And yet, we all wait until open enrollment at the end of the year, and then we think to ourselves, next year, next year I'll get a jump on it. And then it's another year of paying way too much. If you're a business owner, big or small, HR representative that wants to impress the boss, give Butch Zemar of Elite Benefits of America a call. Save yourself or your boss thousands or even tens of thousands of dollars a year reach out to butch right now 708-535-3006 or shoot him an email butch at elitebenefits.net and be sure to check out the zmar podcast don't wait till the last minute put butch zmar to work for you now a great topic these days for employers is the great recession uh, or resonation the employer's really have their work cut out for them because uh, we have employers having to have hard conversations with employees and then employees are just taken off. We, uh, a real quick story someone just shared with me, um, they're a growing company, they're small business, but they're growing and a lot of success um, along the way. And so I guess because of cost of goods um, that they have to bring in the shop to resell to their clients, that they had to increase what they were charging. Therefore, they decided they were gonna go ahead and increase the quota based on sales to the company. But they gave them higher incentives as well. So they're actually gonna get paid more in the long run, but uh, they had high, they had to meet a higher standard. And so on that same day, he announced it to his team, four of them left the company, they decided to quit. And so um, more and more employers are running into the issue of 
employees just deciding they were going to leave and why are they leaving? A lot of it's due to benefits and pay or some combination thereof. And so competing for employees is definitely becoming harder and harder. And that's where employers not start need to make some changes. The status quo isn't uh, going to work anymore. You're going to have to keep moving and, and make progress in other ways. You're going to have to change some of the mindset that you have. So how do we do that? So small companies, uh, I would say under 100 employees, are going to have a hard time leveraging many different things uh, for different reasons. So they're wearing too many hats. Expenses are always too high. They get in their own way in a lot of cases. Like the like loyalty to a certain branded insurance company gets in their own way to be open-minded about other things. Uh, they are not the only game in town. Like I always say, Amazon's not the only place to ever buy and ship to your house. And so uh, there's other competitors out there actually doing a better job. They're just reallocating resources instead of putting in marketing and putting in a billboard or when you show up to a sports arena and uh, you see their halftime or whatever, their, their report or their big colored logo somewhere, you don't have to worry about any of that. They just don't advertise. They reallocate it to benefits. And small employers are usually the loudest, but the most difficult to work with. So a lot of insurance companies don't tolerate or make try to be um, innovative for them. And so, and especially insurance agency, a lot of insurance agencies start losing interest in small business because there's not enough revenue. And the reality is there isn't. But Everybody needs some element of help, and, and agencies such as ours are trying to streamline that process so that way it's a little bit more efficient for all of us in the long run. And in some cases, we lose money from the get-go, from the time that we even make a proposal to be their consultant or insurance agent, we've already lost money. So you have to be a little bit more mindful of things. But some of the things that employers could work on to help minimize this great uh, resonation uh, small and mid-sized companies can do several things. And the first thing is definitely streamlining benefits through technology. I know we talked about this on previous podcasts, but there's a lot of wasted time and manpower and paperwork. We have 15 employee companies still doing paperwork. We have 50 employee companies doing paperwork. You can imagine the cumbersome of paperwork that's involved between missing signatures, missing family members. We've had employees that filled out their information and then not their spouse or children. And then they're worried. They went to the doctor and there was no coverage for their spouse or children because they just missed it. And how do we know? Uh, and Or how is HR going to know if your spouse and children need to be covered or not? And so um, they, a lot of things in paperwork get just get overlooked. And then new hires, where do you go from there? And um, make sure you get all the forms. Some there, We have employers every single time that they hire somebody new, they're asking us for the paperwork when they already have it because they can't figure out where it's at. And there's a whole number of reasons, but where is the paperwork when you hire somebody? There's a lot of technology tools to help do that. You could also automate the sum of the process or all of it for that matter. It depends on how open-minded you are who you're working with uh, for payroll and a number of other things. But you could also get reporting through technology. And this is this is key because we have found employers miss the mark on, on things and end up costing them in the long run and they don't even know about it for a long, long time. So one is to verify payroll deductions with their employees periodically. You do it right away after open enrollments to make sure the payroll matches the payroll report 
of the deductions. And what I mean by that is there are times where they change their benefits. The employees change their benefit package and the employee upgraded plans and they, they were aware of the increased amount coming out of their paycheck. But HR or payroll or whoever's in charge forgot to update the payroll or just didn't validate or double check it because they have nothing to go by besides a sheet of paper um, that might be just a paper enrollment. Now, all of a sudden, you have an employee that's paying you at the lower plan level, but really have the upgraded plan level. And all of a sudden, it could cost you hundreds of dollars a month even per employee. Uh, and so you multiply that by the number of employees that make these changes. And if you don't have anything to go by, it could create a problem. Uh, another thing is verify enrollment. Employees overlook things. We were just talking about their spouse and children, right? When they're going through the application online, they're a little bit more in tune of making sure that they have spouse because it actually asks for the spouse information. They ask for the children information right on the screen. They could check no, they don't need it. But Whereas on a paper form, it could actually complete, be completely missed and, uh, and you could go to the signature page and sign it and totally miss that. Or some employees will just assume that it, the family's covered since they didn't see it on an application because they were reading it too fast. But they could verify enrollment a lot easier because you could go through the process. They're going to ask you yes or no, do you want to insure your spouse or your children? And then there's a summary page listing out who's going to be covered and they could verify who's supposed to be on there and who's not. You could verify employee termination. This is, we've been running into this a lot, especially ones that don't use the technology and they're doing paperwork. Employees leave the company and they forget because they have a small group plan. There's maybe 25 or 30% of the employee base is on the plan. So when you look at even a 10 employee group, you're looking at two to three. Or if you're looking at 20, you're looking at maybe six or seven or eight. And so it could be overlooked easily and you didn't terminate an employee. So even right now, currently, um, somehow it's caught up to some of the employers to notify us and said they had employees terminated at the end of 2021 or even January 2022. And now we have to go back with the insurance company and see how far they're willing to backdate to get some of that premium dollar back. And they don't always backdate too far. So if you missed up or messed up for six months, you may only get 30 days or you may only get three months. It depends on the carrier and the situation and what was going on. And so this could be very, very expensive um, because you're going to be eating a lot of it. The technology will help gain reporting and so many, uh, the benefit in so many different ways. Another one you could verify uh, employment is pulling an enrollment report, especially if you're a smaller company under 100 is usually pretty easy. You could verify by going through the list of everybody in your employee base had elected or waived coverage. And so if you have 25 employees, you could go through the list and double check to make sure everybody that's employed um, actually filled out well, the online enrollment through a reporting mechanism. So it's definitely just ways that just cut costs. Even smaller employee employers that can't do anything innovative as far as cost containment that I'm going to get to in a moment, they could also streamline te with technology and that will just cost co cut cost over time. And that's huge because they don't know how much they're wasting time by doing paperwork and, ver and manually verifying things. Um, another thing with technology is they track PTO, um, paid time off for employees. Payroll companies do this too, but some of the 
employers are not paying for that package. Um, so a lot of times working with brokers, if we're using an enrollment platform, it's automatically included. And so it helps create another way to track um, PTO options for the employees. The software also links to payroll uh, just because there's the, I would say the ADP paychecks of the world, just because they're the biggest ones doesn't mean that they're the only ones. In fact, they're charging for it in some way, shape or form. So the administrative cost is much higher with those payroll companies, but you could switch to other ones and still use ADP or paychecks, or you could use other vendors that link up with the enrollment platform for technology. And then anytime an employee makes any adjustments, uh, such as during the open enrollment or a new hire and they elect benefits, it automatically syncs up with payroll and you don't have to do any payroll updates. I still recommend doing a verification, but after that, it's just automatic. And so you're taking things off your desk that you were doing manually. Another key point um, to to help with employees leaving and trying to attract new ones is cost containment. Because if we could figure out a way to control the costs and the benefits, you could reallocate the to better benefits as well as increasing pay of the new employees. And so cost containment, this is huge, right? So, but we have to get away from, you know, brand loyalty. And I'm not saying that, that we have to go to a substandard company. I'm just saying that they advertise so much, you feel like that's the only company that exists. And so you have to open up your mind because there's alternatives out there and there are some risk rewards. And so there are definitely ways to control that raw risk and, and then get the benefit from it, such as lower cost premiums. We have uh, programs that if even a small employer, depending on how, they're, uh, how many claims they're going through or how, many, how expensive medications are, they're saving 25 to 35% just by looking at these alternative programs. Now, sometimes they get blown out because they're too small and they can't qualify, but but in other cases, they could actually save more. And without looking at this, it may not, um, you'd be missing the opportunity to save money because what if you're able to do that and start implementing programs that actually control the cost? And how do we do that? We, we get it through reporting. So every month you actually get an expense report. You don't know who's making the expenses. You, they're all put in categories, pharmacy, emergency room, urgent care, doctor visits, hospitalizations, outpatient clinics, and then how much dollars are being spent. I tell you, CFOs of the world out there, if they're not looking at these reports, um, uh, shame on you. And because these reports will give you a uh, feedback that you're used to, because if, imagine if office expenses start going through the roof and you couldn't figure out how much you were paying for paper. Um, how are you going to shop paper if you don't know what you're paying for? And so by having these reports, you could actually make educated decisions. We could put implement programs to help the employees become better consumers. Um, so you could let them know that not go to the ER every time you feel like you're sick or don't have any other options. There's 24-hour urgent care centers. Yeah, you might have to drive 20 minutes, but uh, it'll lower your cost dramatically. So we just need to educate the employees on how to work this. Or even on the prescription drugs, get away from the brand drugs because a lot of the brand companies make their own generics. And so you could easily move into lower-cost medications without having to do a whole lot. Depending on the size of the company, uh, you could actually at some point break up your health plan. And what I mean by that is you could uh, basically blow it up, piece it back together in different functions. So you could have the medical piece where for like hospitalizations, outpatient and doctor visits. But then you can move apart the prescription drugs because there's these 
pharmacy management companies that uh, control the cost of what they're trying to provide to the employee base. And some will get certain drugs at a better price. And so um, you were able to shop those out essentially and even lower your cost and lower the employee's cost for utilizing their programs. And so there's so many different pharmacy benefit managers out there. um, It's insane. And so just because one insurance company that has a big name, they're the ones controlling the cost internally, and you're not seeing that report to see if you're overpaying and they're collecting rebates on these prescription drugs. So they're actually getting kickbacks and you, you don't see that, you don't know it. Um, because they're not providing the report. If the doctor visits are too high, you can implement a program where they could actually have a financial incentive reducing their out-of-pocket expenses to zero with unlimited visits um, to um, a primary care or a direct primary care center. Uh, these are growing and growing over the last even 20 years, and they're even more popular today to reduce um, the cost to the group health plan because the employers pay an administrative fee per month per employee to allow their employees to go there as much as they want with no cost sharing at the time that they're there. Some of them are even doing preferred generics at no cost at the facilities as well. Uh, Hospital claims, employees go all over the place because they don't know any better or they think they know better. And there's people that are going to these high, high priced university hospitals uh, for little things such as stitches that even a local hospital that has good quality care could take care of. But some people just don't know any better, so we need to educate the employees. We could also um, implement a program where if they went to certain hospital systems or outpatient surgical facilities uh, or doctor visits for that matter, uh, depending on what the situation is um, for testing and whatnot, that you could actually reduce their out-of-pocket expenses to as much as zero out-of-pocket. So they give them a financial incentive to go to these facilities, and they're a much lower cost than trying to go to the big university hospitals. And so I'm not saying don't go to the university hospitals. I'm just saying that in certain situations, if you educate the employees in a certain way, it could save the group tens of thousands of dollars worth of claims. Um, And that's just one employee uh, times that by your employee base uh, for averages, and you're going to save a lot more money. You could definitely fix benefits and then the pay will follow. Uh, You could obviously increase wages if we could cut the cost for the employees. You could reduce, by reducing the healthcare spend in the company, you could actually make it more rewarding through their benefits program. And so you could actually increase the quality or um, uh, lower the employees out of pocket, making it better for them. Um, And then you could reallocate the resources with the savings as you move forward. But if if any of this sounds like appealing or, or resonates with you, you could actually go to my website and actually fill out an assessment. Uh, the, it's a free assessment. It doesn't cost anything in, in these areas. And you can see how you uh, score. And that, and then you have a benchmark of where to, to address. You can go to elitebenefits.net forward slash scorecard and uh, be able to start your assessment now. Thanks, everybody.